Hello and welcome to Probably Gossip, episode 11. Um, I'm Kit. I'm Lucy. Uh, and we are going to pick a random word uh, and then we're going to talk about it. We're, we're recording remote, so we're doing this over Discord. Um, but if you wanted to look in, if you wanted to look while I'm streaming, Lucy, as a matter of honour, I'll yeah. do a reshuffle. I'm looking. Got my eye on you. Ooh, it's grey. Grey. Uh, I've been going very slowly grey, um, but I sped up the process uh, over Christmas um, by dye, I've dyed my hair grey now. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, just oh. a little bit, just a little bit, because I'm not a, I'm not an all over hair dyer type of person. I don't think I suit it. Uh, but yeah, I've got like a you know like a like a rogue is it rogue um, rogue streak? Oh, yeah, from off of X Men. Off of X Men. Um, so I like that. I'd like one of those. Yeah, I'm trying to fabricate what I can't create. I mean, I, we don't know yet. My hair is kind of going, it's going grey at the temples. So maybe it will fill in like that. Yeah, mine, so I got my first grey hair when I was 18. Um, and then it's just been very slowly, more and more greys have been coming in. But it's um, it's more concentrated around the temples. And I'd really love if it just naturally went like, if I woke up one day and it was just full grey on the sides i'd really yeah. like that uh that's the that's the life because it's always in a what i don't get maybe it's just that we're not seeing them as much and because having the gray streak at the temple is like so iconic a look but why is it the front of the face to, that if there's a streak it's not just like in the middle of your hair you know what i mean yeah like just at the back or something yeah that's true why is it more I feel like it's definitely more common for it to be around the face. Or maybe you just can't see. Maybe loads of people have got like secret grey streaks that they don't even know about that are just like hidden underneath the other hair at the back. I think there's probably a lot of secrets at the back of your head. Uh, it, that's yeah. one of the things that I find. <laughs> because <laughs> this... Right, I'm sorry if this is sounding a little, I don't, I don't know, weed culture-ish, but like, so if you get like a blemish on your hands, you can, you're really intimately familiar with how your hands should look. So yeah. any kind of discrepancy in that picture is really obvious, isn't it? Yeah. But people around you are probably, if anything, like more familiar with the back of your head like they're not staring they're not like staring at your hands a lot they're not going to notice if there's like a a small cut on your hands but they're staring at your all facets of your head much more yeah um, that is true so like it's it's yeah it's, it blows my mind a little bit that <laughs> the thought yeah, of you... like i like i wouldn't know what's going on with the back of my head right now no, and it, do do you ever get it where you see like a photo that's got the back of your own head in, and you're like, oh no, 
oh, I forgot that the back that the back of my hair looks like that, and it, it looks like that all the time, and it's really rubbish. Yeah, I especially thought of that when um, like so I go through phases of hair, and it's usually fairly. I'm a big fan of ridiculous hairstyles. I had like a mini beehive for a few years a while back, and I was acutely aware of that. That like I could make the front look really nice, but it was basically just god's will what happened <laughs> from there who the uh, heck knows what's going on in the back everybody and, else does just not me and who are we gonna care more about what i what i'm noticing or everyone around me yeah but that's their problem it also bunch, bunch of chumps <laughs> i've also just thought as well so i i had this recently um so I, I recently, for you guys' uh, Christmas present this year, I got a picture of you uh, <laughs> commissioned by an artist. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's my it's my favourite. It's so good. Oh. Well, one of the things, what I had to do for that, obviously, was to find a picture of you and Tim to give yeah. the artist. Uh-huh. And, and that was really difficult because there's an, I have an idea of what you and Tim look like. And I wanted that, I wanted that like quintessential casual Tim and Lucy look. I was like, that's the picture I think would be best. And it was really difficult finding a photograph that got across that spirit because obviously you don't tend to take pictures of just like the like plaid shirt that Tim wears a lot or like the way you're, you wear your hair like just around the house like all the pictures that people usually have are like nice ones and they also like like there's something so personal about a drawing and about a a picture of somebody not just of an event you know that like there's like there's an art to portraiture um where it's about like the spirit of that person that it's really hard to grasp just from like spontaneous photography. Um, I, I found it like I found it interesting how hard it was tracking down pictures of you guys that would make a good drawing. Yeah, that's weird. I'd never, I'd never thought about that. But you're right that you can you look at a picture of someone you know and it looks like them. It is them, so you don't really give it much thought. But if you had to say like does this picture capture the essence of who that person is? And you're like, well, no, they don't really look that much like themselves in that picture. Yeah, then... that not, they don't really look like themselves is a, is a crazy thing to say about a literal picture of a person, but it, it really is true. That makes me feel better. Like every time now I see a photo of myself and um, I think, ugh, I'm just going to think that's probably not not what I really look like, so it's fine. I'm just going mean, to p- just pretend that I look better than that. I mean, that's, that's true. And you should know this as a photographer as well, just practically. Like, you, you get flattened in a picture. Like, the lighting isn't dynamic. The, like, just the processing of flattening an image is... It changes the way that you look. Yeah, and some, some things just don't photograph well for some reason. Like, 
there's so many things that can look nice in front of your eyes and then once they're in the photo they don't look that good or vice versa yeah yeah it's a huge amount of variance i i've started trying to sorry i've got uh, the reason why i'm hiccuping uh fidgeting around now is because i drank a uh, liter of uh, not drink i'm in the process of drinking a lot of coffee i've got to stop doing this i've got a fuel uh, fuel a huel cup and i have maybe put huel in it for every every one time i use this huel cup for huel uh i've easily had 20 like <laughs> iced coffees just because it's like the <laughs> it's the it's a full cafetiere <laughs> worth of liquid this cup and it's the biggest cup i have i don't think there's like family size cafetiers <laughs> that that's not like a suggested serving size it's not but ah, oh, it's just something about coffee when it's cold that's really nice anyway, yeah you're what... cheating the system because the whole a whole cafetier of hot coffee wouldn't stay warm for long enough to be nice unless you were really swigging it but iced coffee you've got you've got around that problem there yeah well that's the reason actually why i stopped um i know i've cheated the system doubly because the reason why i got a a, what are they called like a v60 drip where it's just like a a funnel yeah Um, i've been using one of those uh because uh, if I wasn't using that, I was using a family-sized thing of coffee, and then I was drinking a family-sized thing of coffee. So I was like, when I have a hot coffee, that's what I use. But my brain went, ah, but if you need to make a cold coffee, you may as well make a full jug out of it, else what's, <laughs> what's even the point? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. What, I don't know. I don't know, brain. I'm not sure that that logic really works. I think you just wanted to drink more coffee. <laughs> oh, I'm a failure. Oh. oh, brain. What was I saying before I had to explain why I was fidgeting and hiccuping all the time? Uh, I don't know. I forgot. I was talking about the flatness. Yeah, my friend Dan. Have you ever met Dan? I don't know. All right, friend friend Dan is like, he's like a, uh, a, like a cryptid, I think is the word that you use, where I've never seen a single photograph taken of him that looks anything like him. Ooh. It's really, really bizarre. And it's something to do with the fact that he, he doesn't, he's not a comfortable man. I, he's a lot of things. He's a very he's he's confident. He's very very intelligent. But uh, the second you make him aware that he's a human brain in a body, it all goes to pot. So there's, <laughs> he definitely like if you stick a camera in his face, he gets weird with it. But I've got one pic in our like ten years of friendship. I've got one picture of him that I would say is a good one. And the rest, it's just like, he, he was once in a, he was once in a, like a brochure for a, like an exhibition. And like, I actually couldn't find him because <laughs> I couldn't recognize any of the pictures. It, 
yeah, he's a he's an enigma. I think it sounds like he might be an alien. <laughs> I, he that... actually, he's promised me that he's not. I've been saying that for years. I don't know. I think that's probably what an alien would say if they didn't want to get found out. Aliens are like cops. If you ask them, they have to tell you. Oh, I didn't, that's an alien fact that I did not know. And I definitely... <laughs> that's how you know I'm not an alien. Wait, I've never asked you. Are you an alien? That's absurd. I'm not an alien. I was born like a human person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad we've got that cleared up. As far as I know. One of the things that I enjoyed, because uh, I've always wanted to have grey hair, and I probably would have... I'd have cried with joy if I'd have started going grey at 18. Um, well, one of the things I didn't expect to happen was the fact that grey hairs have got like an odd texture to them. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I assume that it must be like, I don't know. I, like It must be, I guess, like, oh, I was about to say, like, is it like follicle death? But there must be some like, like a hormone or something that your body releases that's like, all right, wind, wind it down, boys. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. why, why would anyone even go grey if it wasn't just sort of like running out of, if it wasn't your body running out of energy or something? Running out of ink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, as you can probably tell. Oh, but yeah, they're okay. they're just so like th- they feel like they like my cat's got sometimes my cat will lose a whisker, and it really hurt. Like if you tread on them, they really hurt. They're very thick, and it feels kind of like that. The difference between like a whisker and the rest of her fur, which is just normal cat fur. Maybe that's why, um, like the trend. The recent trend of young people dyeing their hair grey, um, maybe that's why it looks really different because they've still got young hair that's just changed colour, whereas that naturally grey hair is generally a different, coarser texture. I think as well, yeah, and and it's like the yeah, it's the whole follicle is different, but I think you get the same with, uh, like. Like the fact that it's really hard to dye your hair ginger. Like the hair of a ginger person just looks different to like people dyeing it. Like I, I've seen people do like really good wigs and like professional people dyeing their hair. Like, but it is just out of the box. It just doesn't work because like it's not just flat orange color. It's all different like shades it's all like different shades of orange and like the way the light glints off it is different complex complex though i did i think i did i did a good job once dyeing a wig uh ginger but i did completely obliterate my mum's bathroom carpet in the process yeah i i've seen the evidence of that <laughs> she's since gotten rid of that carpet so yeah no thanks one... <laughs> to you thanks to you and your damn wig 
Oh god. I've also I've not learned a thing because when I was dyeing my hair grey earlier, I spilt bleach down myself. Oh no. Um, Are you I okay? <laughs> no, my trousers are not okay. Thankfully they're like pajama trousers, so it's not too bad. But it is a bit sad because I did like these pajama trousers and now they've just got like a, a bib of bleach. <laughs> it's uh it's character building for your trousers. <laughs> It's all part of life's rich tapestry. <laughs> Are you comparing my pajama trousers to like the uh, what's that uh, the ba- the Bayou the tapestry. Bayou tapestry? <laughs> yeah, basically. I think at some point they scanned in the full Bayou tapestry. Like they just scanned it in, and you can just look at it all online. I find a really interesting it's a really interesting concept yeah how, I wonder I wonder how they did that do you think they just went walked along it taking photos I mean I guess photos are you can get real high res with a photo can't you that Not- seems more likely than because than, my <laughs> my brain first went to they they physically scanned it through <laughs> something <laughs> On like a conveyor belt. That what? seems unlikely. <laughs> I love the thought of it. Or I, or like, fe- like feeding a note into a machine, but it's a giant, it's a giant tapestry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It like, no, I don't think that's how they did it. In hindsight, probably probably not. I've changed my mind. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, should we say goodbye then? Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I guess we just we just say goodbye. Just full on say goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.